consistently attract soulmate clients, begin showing up on brand, monetizing on your calling. Welcome all spiritual coaches, leaders, healers, light workers, and practitioners to a show that turns you on in your business and amplifies your magnetism. I'm host, catalyst, and spiritual business coach, Rosalind Fung, and I'm here to journey with you into the juicy and help you discover where the real gaps are. Ignite your mindset and soul with strategies and systems as each episode takes you to the sweet spot that activates your sogasmic business. Enjoy this light language activation as we begin to magnetize and monetize. Hello, my loves. Welcome to another episode. Oh my God, this one is going to be so dear for my heart, but also it's going to be very potent and powerful for you, my loves. This is especially for you if you you have a daughter as well. Um, and today we're going to jam about the power of martial arts and what it's done for uh, confidence, self-esteem building, and how this applies to life, school, and business. And how no other than my soul sister, fellow black belt and martial artist, Teresa Stanley here with me today. But before we go in there, I, and some of you may not know, but I have a second degree black belt in karate and I've been taking martial arts since I was seven years old. And I credit it so much to who I am, my character. And today we're going to jam a little bit more about these things that um, we have created ourselves and who we have become because of martial arts and how some of these um, aspects of who we are can carry into school success. I've seen that firsthand um, being a martial arts instructor with the kids that I taught and I know Teresa for sure. She takes this even further to like this incredible level. This is why I have her on my show today. Um, and school in life and for us in business. And so today we're really going to talk about um, how that really takes you to the next level. So even if you don't take martial arts, even if you don't even want, like that's not your thing, I want you to tune into what the deeper level and the deeper medicine that's here for you is. So let me tell you about Teresa before we have her come on and we start to jam. So Teresa, um, her and I met, oh my gosh, I think I was still a psychologist. So probably like eight years or even before that ago at a networking event in Edmonton where she lives and where my hometown is. And, um, we were, uh, we just, I just felt so connected to her story, which you'll hear soon. It brought me to tears and just knowing who she is and how, how, what she's created in the world for young girls. Like I'm just blown away. So, um, Teresa is the executive director and head competitive coach of the Phoenix Taekwondo Club, 
proudly training 800 athletes at seven different locations in Edmonton. She is a six-degree black belt and a 13-time international competitor with gold medals in the 2021 and 2022 Taekwondo World Championships. Ladies, <laughs> my audience, she is a weapon. And with 23 years of martial arts experience, Teresa is fiercely passionate about mentoring young girls early in life and this is actually like a huge part of why i want her to come on is because of what she's created for young girls and it honestly every time i might even start crying Teresa. like every time i watch a video or i see testimonials about um the conference and the speakers at the conference and the little girls i just i can't even like i just thank you so much for who you are and and just like doing what you're doing in the world. Um, <laughs> so this, uh, let me see if I can get through this. <sighs> Teresa launched an innovative Girls on Fire confidence workshops and conference, a program that is dedicated to the empowerment of young girls. <laughs> and as you can see this, this is just, I wish that I had this when I was young, Teresa. You know, I had martial arts was just amazing. And, and just like, to know how hard it is for especially young girls to build self-esteem and and confidence in the world today given all the all the you know difficulties that we face with social media with i mean i used to specialize in food and body image and just even the statistics of five percent what was it 95 percent of five-year-old girls in North America are thinking about dieting because they think that the best way to be is skinny. And it just breaks my heart. And just to know that you are making a huge impact in girls' lives. So big. So anyways, without further ado, hello, my love. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, Thank you for having me. I love it. Also, I love the crown. Fellow Wonder Woman. So this is also put your crown on, right? Love it. Oh my gosh, please tell um, our listeners, our audience, what your story is. Because it, honestly, what first time I heard you talk about it, tears, just like this. It's huge. Well, you know what? I come from a background. Um, I have immigrant parents. So I'm a first generation Canadian. And um, I grew up, you know, uh, in in uh, relatively low income, and we we had to hustle, and um, it's just like a a whole you know hustle vibe, and just uh, watching my parents like try to make it right. And I had a lot of um, female family members that they're just from the culture. Like my my mom is from the Philippines, and anybody who you know, if there's some fellow Filipina women out there, you probably feel this. But there's a lot of um, in that culture like uh for the females we like to criticize ourselves i'm sure that's in lots of cultures but i know for my culture like the women in particular were very self-conscious of themselves and always talking about oh you know my body is i don't i don't look good in this or i look too fat or i gained this weight and da -da -da -da, or that kind of thing and you know oh your skin is too dark um, uh, that kind of stuff. Oh, get, stay out of the sun. And I remember my mom in particular, she would, and again, I, I'm not going to say that I ever blame my mom or blame my, my relatives or anything like that. It's not that this is just the messaging that I heard 
as a young girl. And I remember uh, watching a music video on MTV when that was a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? And my mom was, we were commenting on whoever's the pop star. I was like, wow, she's really beautiful. And all my mom could say was, oh, she's really skinny. I wish I could be skinny like that. And I was like, oh, you know, and I thought, I need to be skinny like that too. Am I skinny like that? And she's like, well, you know, you're kind of chunky, you know, and this is me at like five, six years old. And, you know, oh, you, um, you probably, oh man, this one gets me. Yeah. I, um, my female relatives, it would be like, oh, here's a, here's a clothespin. You got to clothespin your nose so that your nose will grow because it's, it's ugly because it's flat. So I always had this messaging that my nose was ugly and I had to like, to, like, that's going to work first of all. <laughs> but it was that messaging. So this is, you know, it's it's uh, from a line of that's just how you do it, right? And so that's generational. Yes. And so my whole thing was, well, I now, especially now that I'm a girl mom, um, but this also applies to boy moms. You're a boy mom, yes. right? Um, boy. Yeah, we need to like notice those things and shut them down now. And yeah. so it's really important to me that I don't make comments about my body, about um, my daughter's body in a way that's going to make her feel um, ashamed. Yes. Yes. Right. So that's kind of where my story came. And then I ended up finding martial arts. My mom was like, oh, also, you're probably in the same generation, but like Power Rangers, right? Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Right? that's probably why you started karate. Well, actually, my story, I was, I went kicking and screaming. So first of all, I can relate with what you're sharing um, with regards to not so much the nose thing and the skin color, but more so to my body and that I wasn't, because I'm not naturally skinny, I'm naturally curvy. And, um, and so it was, it was like, you're not, you know, you, you, like, I remember my aunt saying you work out and I was like, yeah. And her daughter is very, very lean, like the typical Asian, you know, Chinese Asian figure. And it just, I remember it made me feel so self-conscious. I was like, oh my gosh, like that was also the messaging. And again, no blame or anything, but that's like you're saying, it's a generation. This is what's normalized, right. For us to think this way and then just talk about it. like, it's, it's, no big deal, but like the impacts, the negative impacts it has. And so for me, getting into martial arts was actually my parents. I'm also first generational uh, Chinese Canadian. And, and my parents, they uh, said, you need to learn how to protect yourself. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to take karate. So kicking and screaming, I ended up going into it, Teresa. And I was just like, ah. Oh, I actually like this. And I was quite good at it. What came quite naturally to me, my brother came in with me, but he wasn't a fan of it. He was just like, whatever, going through the motions. So I stuck to it, but it, it made me feel so empowered and it made me feel proud of myself. And it was something that was different than body images, like what I can do with my body that, you know, we'll talk more about that, but yeah, please continue with your story. You know, I love that message. Like, it's like, what can I do? And I had a really similar like um, thing where I I wanted to do it um, earlier in my life, actually more when I was like seven or eight, like you. And and then I actually didn't start till I was twelve. And then at that point, I was starting to be like, oh, I don't know. And then I got into it. Same thing. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then got into like you know just 
that whole world and competing. And it was interesting, um, you know, when we're going to talk about this whole thing with the confidence, but like my change from the messaging that I was receiving in a very like, un, um, you know, no confidence, no self-image um, and where I end up in my environment now where it was a winning mindset. Mm-hmm. And so it really speaks to, you know, putting yourself and your, you know, your family and your daughters and your boys um, into area circles that have winning mindsets that help elevate us. Yeah. Right. And so then from there on, like it was, you know, I had opportunities to become a leader and then being a leader built confidence. And then it just, you know, became um, my life and now my career and I get to, to um, turn around and give back. So really the rest is history. I suppose. That is so incredible. Well, let's even jam a little bit more about that winning mindset because my audience is mostly life and spiritual coaches and they're, they're very, very much about talking about mindset and the beliefs that we embody so that we can create success in our life, um, in our careers and in our relationships. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that. Well, with the martial arts, like, you know, the winning mindset comes from, I think, inherently martial arts are goal oriented. Um, I know, and I'm sure you know, and your audience and and the people listening, we know that we as humans are like goal seeking, purpose seeking organisms. If we don't have purpose, if we don't have goals, if we aren't winning, we, we like kind of die inside, right? Like it's very, you know, it's causes issues right and so martial arts with our belts is is it's actually like a visible representation of our wins and we literally count small wins and at the end of the day confidence comes from capability yes right yes so if we don't feel that we're capable it really like stifles our confidence in something and so i i see this a lot like with my little little ones like my four and five year old kids and you know that first stripe they get a little stripe and the, the little ones for our club we have like um a non-traditional belt system because of little kids right and so it's kind of that first one so they get lots of um wins yes. right i see that with right. my kids right now too because i decided to take taekwondo recently with my kids because yes it's so you know, I just, I want to insert here, like how critical martial arts arts is for me. And I'm like this, I want, first of all, my kids to protect themselves. If anything ever happens, they have the confidence to protect themselves. Um, I mean, I've had to use my martial arts uh, once when somebody broke into my house, which (laughs) yeah, yeah, I was 16 years old. Right. And so for me, I'm like, anything can happen. And you want to be ready. Like when I go like first line of self-defense is to run right obviously if we can get out of the situation absolutely and it's awareness awareness of our environment right we're more aware and that's another winning mindset piece it's like being aware of your environment being aware of what's yeah. happening inside ourselves and outside in our thoughts right and then having the ability to think quickly and make quick decisions um and don't we all need that in business and so absolutely um, and in life and in relationships but with my kids um, it was very important that they start to develop some of these ways of being and these these successful character um, traits through the doorway of martial arts. I mean, you okay. can learn through many different ways. But I find that in martial arts, at least in my experience, it's been very positive. Um, I I know that 
um, me, I had lots of role models, right, in the teachers. And then I myself became one for, it was awesome. Like back then, there wasn't many um, women, black belts, um, when I was going up the ranks. And so all the young girls really looked up to Sensei Fung, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, so yes. that it feels good to know that you're making a yeah. difference and you're being a positive role model to girls and boys and to even teens and adults. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's critical to, to whether it's through martial arts, but it's, it's this doorway for us that really supported the character building and just the confidence. No, I can protect myself. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, like you said, quick decisions, right? Yeah. And if you're not confident, you're not going to, you're going to second guess everything that you do. Yes. And so martial arts, it's part about, it, it's like success is a lifestyle. Martial arts is a lifestyle. Yeah. Like karate do, do means the way, yes. right? Yeah. And it's, it's not just a way of, of combat. It's a way how we live. Right. So that they, they superimpose onto each other. When we do Taekwondo, it's the way, the art, the lifestyle. And part of that is goal setting, winning, going back when, you know, when we don't win and, and failing hard and failing fast and going back and, and figuring out what happened. And then we become, you know, we teach our subconscious. Yes. And therefore our, our self-image. Yes. Yes. It increases. Okay. Yes. And sorry, I'm, I went on a tangent, but yes, those quick wins at a young age, because developmentally that's what they needed. And so I'm seeing that with my younger son, like we, every class, they get a little tape around their belt. <laughs> Is that how you guys do yeah. it too? Cause this is yeah. Very yeah. The little tape. <laughs> yeah. So that tape is like the thing yeah right and but you know what it's important and i know the school any martial arts school though if if they didn't um maybe do the kick or that they're supposed to do for that stripe it's like you don't necessarily get that tape yeah you got to work for yes. that tape and i think that's what's really important and what will um you know it's not fluff fluffery yeah, right exactly. it's because a kid will know whether we're just like pumping their ego yeah or we're truly like giving them, you know, um, tools for self-esteem. So I find in martial arts, it's like, you got to do the work, mm -hmm. right? You don't just get this. You got to do the work. And because they've done the work, they can be proud of themselves. When then again, it circles back. Now I'm, I know I'm capable. Therefore, my confidence increases. Well, and isn't that so analogous to in coaching business or in any business, we want to see those wins along the way. And for me, when I'm uh, working with my clients, I'm like, wins are not what happens at the end of the journey. Wins happen with the subtle internal shifts, your mindset, your beliefs start to shift towards, we'll call it the winning mindset, right? Where you are yes. moving from self-doubt to self-belief. And then all of a sudden that unlocks your own way and how you take aligned action towards what you want in your vision for your business right so no one else yes. might see it yet internally that's a huge win and then how we stretch ourselves no some people might not know this is uncomfortable for us too so for me i specialize in helping other people boldly and unapologetically get themselves out there more visibly so that they can magnetize their soulmate clients and, and, and like monetize on their calling but if we're hiding then we're stuck in a belief of not worthy, who would, you know, often I hear who would want to buy my stuff, who would, you know, it's, it's, it's like a lot of self-doubt. And then when we shift that, like, of course, people would want to buy my program. Of course, people would want to work with me. I have all these amazing gifts. And now yeah. the line action comes and taking that action, 
the shift inside and then taking the action those are those are mini wins along the way those are huge to get to where we want to be because when we look back uh, uh six months from then or a year or five years we're like holy shit look how far we've come that's right right and I that's that right teaches us that absolutely well even like for uh, you know people in in the industry you know that you work with it's like you know your little stripe <laughs> might be you know posting um something on instagram and you know oh like now that i have to be like brave i have to be brave enough to to try to attempt exactly. and then you did okay look i did it yes. right and then you write that down i write that down gold star you did it that's right? right yeah it's important and so many times i think we especially as women are like told as in our generations like don't brag don't don't like be too much don't um you know shine or don't even outshine other people and so we those we then stay playing small and that's not serving the world my loves you're doing yourself and others a disservice because if you're not shining your light you're not you're not being you don't have to be that lighthouse so that your people that you're meant to change whose lives you're meant to change can see you can find you can feel your energy and start to be pulled into it absolutely so huge and so Teresa I'd love to hear a little bit more. Oh, you know what? Actually, there's this one other piece I want to he- talk about because I know many of pe- people who listen are also um, moms. And and, mm. and so, you know, like, let's talk about, like, for me, when I was an instructor, one of the biggest feedbacks was how the grades in uh, this, uh, my students, their grades started improving in yeah. school like the correlation of that was huge because it really helps with their karate helps well martial arts helps with discipline and focus and really like i feel like self-respect and yes for other people like it's interesting going i've done um karate at different clubs and then i've done uh krav maga which is israeli martial arts street fighting for those of you who don't know yep let me tell you, and now I'm doing Taekwondo, Teresa, I have to like unlearn so many things because yeah. <laughs> every your cup. is so different. But what's not different is a character building. And that's what stays consistent. And I just love how, you know, it really builds that, that respect. And so for me, it was, I grew up in um, a school where a martial arts school where it was more strict so meaning mm-hmm. couldn't talk out of turn there's no fooling around and if you do you got push-ups and then as a instructor i also gave push-ups <laughs> it's like even to adults right <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> and so um the the schools i've been in later on with the other martial arts um uh, like with krav maga and taekwondo it's a lot more like at least in my school like it's a lot more compared to where I came from, it feels like it's a lot more, um, like I hadn't allowed to be more myself. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. one instructor, she is just, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like a, like, like a young version of me. She's just like dancing all the time. Like, oh my gosh. I would, that would have never been a thing back where I was in the strict. So it's almost like this, but I love that. Um, you know, it really does teach that focus, that discipline, that self-respect, that respect for others. It's so huge. Can you I think that's that too. 
yeah, you know what? I, I think you hit it on the head there. The, the self-respect is really big. Um, yeah. And just, you know, realizing that, you know, you're worth it, right? And um, I think with martial arts, like, you know, obviously we have like the really traditional, you know, old school, like, da, 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 right? But that those disciplines, yeah, you know, I, I think that's what it is. Those, those little disciplines of having to bow um, to your sensei or, or to your teacher, you bow at the door, you know, there's a certain way to tie your belt. Like these are practices. And it's like, the, uh, I don't know if you ever read, oh, what book was it? I can't remember. But he always talks about like, you know, if, uh, he's a military guy. You, you make a bed, you make a bed in the morning, right? And, yes. and at the end of the day, you've done that, right? And it's kind of like that with martial arts is those mm-hmm. small disciplines, mm-hmm. you know, they they spill over in different ways in their life. So maybe it is getting your reading done because that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, and so then, in, you know, it, it ends up circling back and now your grades increase. Um, so like, you know, you're practicing this stuff in, in one area, but it will come across into other areas. So yes. I also believe like martial arts inherently teaches etiquette, um, which, yes. you know, it's not necessarily taught the same way in school anymore. Like, you know, you, you, manners, it, it, right? Like it's, it is, but it's in martial arts, manners is very important, right? Like whenever we have like a dinner, you know, the black belts, like the junior black belts, they have to teach, oh no, you know, when you clink glasses with a black belt, you have to do it this way. When you, you know, you can't eat before the master. Da, da, da. And these are just manners, right? Um, but it, it kind of gives you a feel of, of like importance that you have to follow these very specific rules. So um, it's something that will carry through into their school life, into their other sports, into their home life. Um, and at the end of the day, yeah, it's character. Yes, it absolutely is. And I think it's so huge. Um, and I feel like it really helps us then be more like it's, it's, how do I put it? Cause I don't like being in boxes and it's not that when we talk about, you know, like it's more about the awareness and it's more about the rituals and the respect of the different hierarchies. But also I think in that the heart, the, there's so much respect that's passed down from the senseis and I mean, I remember like looking at these little kids and being so amazed at them and just them being able to remember their, their katas, which are the forms or patterns, um, yeah. the, the sparring, there's so much respect in sparring as well. We always yeah. would say the most dangerous, um, people on the, do- in the dojo are the white belts or the beginners. Yes. They haven't learned that sense of control yet. Yeah, totally. They are the worst. <laughs> they're so dangerous they're like okay calm down right? yeah oh my goodness um and so can you share more about how you started your business I'm so curious like you know there's there's a difference between hey I'm taking martial arts I'm loving this and then hey I'm going to start a school so what inspired you so I kind of was in like a, a neat spot because I came in to our school as a student and then into it as an instructor. Mm-hmm. And then I um, met my husband, obviously, who had, was, you know, the head instructor of the school and we were always working together. So, you know, that you kind of like, that that like relationship. A <laughs> I know, right? But it, it's, it was cool because we both love you know, Taekwondo is a lifestyle and, you know, it had so much in common. So at the time, 
you know, uh, he was building it really on his own. He was teaching everything. He was kind of responsible for everything on his own. And I was, I was just part-time in it, right? I was teaching all the classes that I wanted as training, but it wasn't really like taking over the business side. And so I actually, uh, I had, actually had my degree in, in marketing. That's my, um, you know, university fancy schmancy stuff. And, uh, I was actually going out and this is, uh, just after we got married. And I said, and I said, Oh, I'm going to go and like aim for a corporate career and doing marketing for XYZ company. And we kind of had this discussion and he said, well, why don't you take your skills? Cause you're already like there and, and help, you know, go full time with the business, like take it and run with it. And, you know, it, it'll be a little bit of a, a transition cause you're going from, you know, maybe working full time somewhere else to like us doing this together. Um, and I was like, well, that sounds way more fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, Hey, let's do this. So I, um, I actually left, I was, uh, I used to work for the, um, RCMP and I had an opportunity to work there as well. And I was kind of like figuring out my life. So I decided I walked, I, I left and I, uh, I wasn't an, an officer. I, I worked in like the public service. Um, so I was in, in all the, like the, the office stuff. And I, I was like, Oh no, I'm going to, I'm not going to go down that road. And yeah, we, we ended up doing it together and between, you know, he's really talented and his instruction is top, top notch. And then putting those two energies together, we were able to just like explode to where we are today, which is, you know, just so much energy. We were able to, you know, together walk through the, the pandemic and keep it going. And then he actually, when I brought the idea of Girls on Fire and, and like a girls martial arts program together, he was like, yes, this is so you and take that and run with it. And and he's always in like in his little pink t-shirt, like helping me out. So oh my um, God, that's amazing. Yeah. You yeah. Like you're definitely a right? power couple. I enjoy yeah. your, your reels and your posts with, with each other and just how you're both creating such beautiful impacts in the world. Yeah. And I didn't know that about you, that you have a marketing background and I that's do, yeah. works with the RCMP. That is really cool. I'm I know something. it's super random, right? <laughs> you know what? It's like, I think all of us have a story where like, you know, people are like, Oh, you used to be a psychologist. Oh, you know, and it feels like lifetimes away, but like, it's different. It's, it's like, it's, I remember you when you were a psychologist, right? It's way back. (laughs) It's all part of like the alchemy of who we are now and what we created still. I mean, your marketing skills obviously come into handy and it's just like, we have a different way in how we want to put that out. So that's so powerful. Um, we are going to go into commercial right now. When we come back, my loves, I want to make sure you stay and listen to, especially if you have daughters, about the Girls on Fire conference and like how this is so impactful. So thank you, Teresa. We'll be right back, my loves. Home Times TV. Imagine becoming a super influencer. Reinvent yourself. Invest in your brand and then manifest your success with a robust spheric approach. Ohm Times Media and Broadcasting offers a unique and multifaceted way to become the spiritual and conscious influencer you deserve to be by putting your message across our powerful platform with its proven record of integrity and excellence. Through our produced shows, Ohm Times offers the opportunity to become a social media TV personality, a radio show host, an Ohm Times Magazine columnist, and a syndicated podcaster, all in one shot. 
by live streaming your show on Ohm Times TV and broadcasting it across the extensive Ohm Times radio and TV networks. You become more than a host. You become an ambassador and a force for positive change. Ohm Times. Open yourself to the possibilities. Are you feeling maxed out working one-on-one with clients and you're deeply desiring to scale your business for more time freedom without sacrificing your income, but rather expanding it? Many of my clients who are light workers, healers, practitioners, and even coaches, they're often multi-modality, are coming to me because they are sick and tired of working with clients on a one-off session model where the clients are coming in on as-need basis. Or if they're selling packages, they are selling them in the sense of buy five, get one free, or the greater the number of sessions, the greater the discount. The problem with this is it's still a dollar for hours business model. And so that leaves the practitioner feeling really exhausted and overwhelmed from having to put so much time, effort, and energy in finding new clients that they're not operating in their most elevated self with their current clients. And so if this is you, I would love to share with you that it's time to elevate your business and scale it to sell high ticket one-on-one programs or even group programs. This will allow you to have more deeper impacts because you're raising your clients' results, you're scaling your business, and you're having that time freedom you deeply are yearning for. If this is resonating with you, love, I'd love to invite you to come on a soul business alignment call with me so that you can stop feeling like you're on this roller coaster ride and start to feel safe and stable and even having fun in your business and your finances. Please go to electrifymybusiness.com to apply and we'll hop on a call. I can't wait to connect. If I could be you, you could be me for just one hour. If we could find a way to get inside each other's minds. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Well, before you abuse, criticize and accuse. Walk a mile in my shoes. Hello, welcome back, loves. Ah, Teresa, let's get into Girls on Fire, this powerful conference you hold. Um, And I'd love for you to tell us how you started, what it is, because a lot of people in my audience are from Edmonton. And if you're not, my loves, stay tuned because it is going to be available to you if you're not in the local area. Yes, well, uh, Girls on Fire, it was such okay so y'all are light workers so you're gonna get this like you wouldn't believe i was sitting in a networking event um a few years ago this is pre-covid so this has been like 2018 
And I'm listening to this woman speak about her story. And she um, referred back to um, a time where she was struggling with her eight-year-old daughter who had such low self-esteem that she wanted to commit suicide. This is an eight-year-old kid. Uh-oh, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I know, right? I'm like, yeah. that's what I, I was like, what? I was like, how does she even know what that means? Like, mm-hmm. I, I was like, how is that possible? And, you know, it's hard to say because of messaging is so, you know, through all these just different ways of media, who knows? Who knows where it came from? But eight years old, she wanted to put out her little light, right? So I was just sitting there and I'm listening to this and I was like, well, I need to do something about that. No, the universe actually just said to me, hey, you need to do something about that. Like, I swear to God, I heard it in my head. It was not an option. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, who was talking there, right? But it was just, it felt like um, everything. And it was interesting because I was actually in a, in a part of my business where I was building the school, but I had some other options. And I know you met me when I was still in like health and fitness and doing a lot of health and fitness stuff. That's great. Yeah, I was kind of in that world a little bit. And uh, I actually literally in that moment made the decision to shut all that stuff down and i was like this is this is where i need to go mm-hmm. and obviously the club is very much and taekwondo is very much integrated in girls on fire because it's it's a um a, a foundation for that um but everything else that i was doing felt like it just crumbled and it wasn't relevant to what my purpose was in this in this universe mm-hmm. and so Fast forward, I, I texted one of my friends who will do anything that has to do with anything of Taekwondo and girls and promoting anything. And I was like, hey, do you want to run a self or like a girl's self-defense and empowerment course? She's like, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we put this thing together and it was like a go back to school with confidence. And it was just a, a two hour little workshop where yeah. we did some like activities and uh, we uh, did some self-defense and, and, and we had 30 girls show up. Wow. Right? wow yeah first off just kind of off the cuff kind of thing and then we did a oh, year in, i know right like we did um so all of 2018 we, uh sorry to half 2018 and then part into 2019 uh we did like these small little workshops we did face painting for halloween we did this valentine you know kind of theme and then i'm sitting with um my friend doreen she's an event planner and um she i said to her i was like I feel like I need to touch more girls because I don't want to do it 30 people at a time. Like I, I know I can reach more girls. And so I said, I want, I have this vision for this event, this day where I bring like a hundred girls together and we just, we just rock out and have fun and and learn things and just, you know, because it's little like community. Right. And, um, we made that happen in April, 2019. We had our very first girls on fire confidence conference in Edmonton here at the Oilfield Technical Society. And we had like obstacle courses, we had crafts, we had this and this and this. It was amazing for like just kind of the initial one. And we were so excited for the next one. And then it got stopped obviously because of the pandemic. Um, But through the pandemic, I was like, okay, there's gotta be a way that I can still, I gotta reach my girls. Like, and so in the, depending on where you are in the country, but we had these little pockets during the pandemic where you could actually like be with people for like, you know, remember where there was like, okay, 10 girls at a time. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That kind of thing. So yes. We ended up doing, you're right. Like we were able to work within those pockets uh, of the pandemic where we were able to connect. And I ended up building this sparklers program, which is an additional program mm-hmm. to the conference 
So that's eight weeks mentorship. So they take whatever they learn in the conference, then they do eight weeks with me. They get a little uniform, they get to do wins, where they get their stripes, that kind of stuff. And then after the pandemic, we were able to come back strong. And this time uh, we were able to incorporate more women. I wanted to that, I wanted women leaders, like people like you who just get it, who, you know, so these girls, mm -hmm can see i can be i can be a girl that has a podcast i can be a, a doctor i can be a publisher yeah. i because they can see that now and, they, and these women i know they get to leave these girls yeah right like because that's the thing like it, it, it's hard for them to see to um somewhere like a, that's why we do visions you know that yeah. like you all know that as, as light workers as people who help people it's, it's, we need to like see that vision. So for these little girls who maybe don't see that yet um, or don't have any role models in that sense, but now they come to this conference and they see, you know, uh, Rosalind who's a, this like amazing podcaster, woman, Wonder Woman. Then they have, you know, Jessie Schmansky, which is like a video pr producer. And, you know, these, these amazing women who are like killing it. And they're just, you know, they're queens, which I love. They put their crown on and they just shine. And these girls now believe that they can be there. And can so I also really say, thing, you know, these are women that are relatable, that are in yeah. their local community, yeah. um, you know, and I think that's what really touches me is like, it's not, I mean, we have role models in celebrity world, but yeah. these are real women right here in the room that are in the community that are, that are your everyday women and they're in the room and it's like it's it, to me that feels like as a, if i'm sitting in the shoes of a little girl i feel like that's what i think i'm crying because of that like i didn't i don't remember us growing up at least not for me like that's never been a thing where it's like a, there's never been a conference for like <laughs> for young girls to come in and learn from other powerful women who are just like ourselves and then look at you know like it's like i want to be like them when i grow up um yes and so, you know, I think when we don't have those role models um, and we're looking at freaking gossip magazines right at the eye level in the grocery market of what's hot, what's not, and what, you know, the freaking drama, it's almost like uh, that's our role models. That's why we're getting these subconscious messaging. And when we have, like, we're in a room in community with leaders who we can relate with and who we can see ourselves in, I think that changes everything. And we're having actual conversation with them. Yes, and, and there's just, a flow, you know, and yes. it's so, and like, you know, you go back to uh, hundreds of years ago, I, we were chit-chatting and that's like part of us as females in particular, yes. like community is really important for us yes. and to be, put into an environment where you know we're loved and accepted by you know these female leaders and our our peers as well but like to to really like feed off that energy together it's just it's very empowering and elevating so it's interesting when for me as a conference planner to watch the you know the body language of the girls at the beginning of the day where they're a little nervous and by the end of it, we have dance parties. Oh, that's very important. Part oh my God, there. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have scheduled like, you know, <sighs> dance party time, right? Because that's, yeah. you know, that anybody who's a dancer or yoga and certain like that's really important, right? So, um, but for them to, yeah, be able to touch, touch these people 
and to be in with them. And you know, honestly, at the end of the day, I swear to God, like the leaders, like the women are more like pumped than anything. They just, oh. they're so excited to make that impact. <laughs> to, and to, right there in front of, and these girls is to see the huge difference in yes. those few hours, right? Yes. And um, I also want to say like a, an environment where women are coming together, girls are coming together in collaboration in an uplifting way, rather than what I think our societal messages have been in the past few eras, which is like mm -hmm. competition, competition, competition. Right. And it's like, no, no, we need to heal those sister wounds. And thank you so much. Like, I hope you know, I know you know, but like, I just want to say thank you because you are in so many ways and not perhaps not directly, but lots of indirects because of what you're putting out there and the space you're holding. It's healing so many people. I feel like it heals the girls and pre is very proactive in setting themselves up for success because you're building in that hope, that resilience, that confidence, that self-esteem, which is so much core of us, right? Yeah. 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 So much. Thank you. Oh, so amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you'll have, you'll have to come. You'll have to come. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be part of this. I yeah. feel like this is just, I mean, it's in my blood. I'm, I know I've been a warrior for a long time in many past lives. And just, it's, it's just like, Teresa, I'm one of those people like you and I bond over Wonder Woman. I mean, like, like yep. <laughs> before yep. Teresa and I were like getting on live on the show today, she was in her dojo, but unfortunately the connection was kind of uh, wonky. So she moved into her office. So if you're watching this right now, um, see my Wonder Woman in the background and I'm like, Oh, that's why you had to move. Obviously. <laughs> you need to get the Wonder Woman <laughs> sign in there. But, um, goodness, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, I like, it's, it's such an empowering way to be. And for, you know, again, all of these things can go into business, into relationships. I mean, the assertiveness that happens, right. That we, who, and who we become, we become more assertive. I think that's why I, um, I'm not afraid to be assertive. And i when I think back, I, Believe it or not, I used to be quite shy. I used to be yeah. very shy. I know everybody's like, "What?" Yeah, I was like really shy in in um, elementary until grade mm. six, and I met the we'll say popular girls. <laughs> and yeah, then it was like, ah. and then I got in trouble with my report card for talking too much. <laughs> but I want to say, like, with this whole every time I watch a martial arts movie or an action hero movie, like the Marvel, like the Marvel movies. Yep, Marvel. Like Wonder Woman, right? It's DC. I'm always so fired up, and I'm like, oh my god! If I had another career, I would totally be an action actress. I would love yes. that. It's so much fun to be kicking. Oh my god! And be like so fun. A superhero. <laughs> I'm like, I'd love to be the Asian Wonder Woman, please. <laughs> oh man, I. You know what? So with our school, I have a bunch of my my team. They're so funny. Like my my black belt team. I gotta tell you, we have a YouTube channel that has a bunch of like fight videos that we created so i'm oh just gonna send God. you that link because you'll appreciate for they're really bad guys like but <laughs> but perfect. they're they're so bad they're so they're good like, okay. like you know? <laughs> we'll add that link to well we have all your show links in the show notes so okay. if, if it's on your youtube channel they'll have access i'll put to it, it out there for you guys okay. it's pretty funny perfect i love it we'll add that to your show notes if they're saying specific ones 
Oh my goodness. Um, and so for those who are tuning in, when is your next conference as of today? And then is annually every at the same time every year? Tell us about how you're going to take it more online as well. So it's accessible to other people. Well, so our Edmonton one is October 1st. 2023 and that one's at the oilfield technical society clubhouse again uh which is on the kind of like rabbit hill road for those of you guys who are local and i'm actually okay i'm putting this out there online we are planning a red deer conference so oh, it, wow. it hasn't officially got a date yet but we are our goal is to plan and actually take girls on fire across uh, the world oh, <laughs> right oh, and yeah. so Yes, that that is happening. I'm putting that out to the universe. Um, we are working actually mm -hmm. to move um our sparklers program, so the mentorship, to be able to be accessible online. Um, not only for the girls who want to continue education, but for um people who, in particular, martial art instructors. The idea is that we have a martial arts instructor and maybe like a, a light worker or coach come together, yes. and be able to offer a program together, so that there's a coaching element plus the um the self-defense combat element whether it's taekwondo karate i don't i don't care what you're teaching it's called it's yeah. about like we said earlier in this call yes. it's it's the, the character and the mindset still the same the combat you know might look technically yes. different but it's it's about putting that that work together so we'd love to be able to put that online and then uh, um, also allow a um uh an educator portion right so we can bring this to more girls because like you said this is a movement this is something that's going to heal uh, generations and, and just absolutely. explode i i i've been um listening on repeat the new shania album and she has a song called queen of me and it's just like i'm queen of me and that's mm -hmm. it right and so i want to really like push that kind of messaging where these girls it's like they're gonna take their little crown put their crown on and be their own queen right oh my gosh and is that just so that um people are clear what it, it, do you specifically because I can tell like this conference it, it's it's different than other martial art conferences other programs because there is a besides a martial arts component you're talking specifically about building self-esteem and how to do that and confidence yes. building yeah can you say more so, about that? basically Cole's note version um we have a couple speakers throughout the day and they all have different topics. So we'll have, uh, we have like a, a coach doing, or a stage speaker who will talk about, say journaling, I'm just using these as an example. Yeah. And then another stage speaker is gonna say like, they're working on like health and fitness and body image and understanding mm -hmm. like, you know, cause our messaging is all about um, good health and taking the, the uh, canceling diet culture, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we have a, a, maybe a stage speaker who talks about, um, you know, growth mindset, counting wins, that kind of stuff. And then our last, uh, two stages are always something physical, like we did obstacle courses and then self-defense. And then they get to do board breaking, which is very important to the girls. They love that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so those are like, they get these activities kind of from the stage. And then the women that are there as leaders actually get a table of like 10 to 12 girls and throughout the day actually help the girls with the the, the activities that are on stage. Because it's hard for the, the person on stage to like, deal with 150 yes. girls. So what we did is we went, um, my, my husband always says Roman centurion style where you, you push, you know, everybody takes a little bit. And so each of, you know, we had 20, um, women leaders this year at our conference and they all had 10 girls and they, they got to work with their team for the day. 
and then they were they were the run running the obstacle course together they did their board break and it became this little crew and yeah so it it was um that's the basic format of of the conference so it's it's all encompassing not just physical not just martial arts um but it's all about like growth mindset and community and we talk about bullying and all that stuff too right like that kind of thing oh bullying oh yes i mean that is everything right there right i mean there's so many forms of bullying now that we have social media right social bullying and and for females the biggest form of bullying is social and it still happens even for women by the way are you putting something on like this for women I know you've asked that, but I'm like, I'm just going to have to collaborate with some women because, you know, uh, like, raise my hand. Raise let's do it, let's do it. Well, it's interesting that you say like for the, we get it as women, but you know what, my, my approach for Girls Unfair for bullying is we can't change other people, but we yeah. can change ourselves. Yes. So let's, let's be kind and, and work on being kind and being more kind every day. That's actually one of their strike challenges is to go out and be intentionally um, inclusive to somebody who they noticed is being excluded mm-hmm. right and just yeah. that that little bit of kindness and it's interesting to see the girls like i actually made a new friend i'm like well right so that's changing the world one little girl one little action at a time oh i think that's incredible i, I used to teach women's self-defense courses at university mm-hmm. of alberta and it was so fun to because it's different it, it has a different energy than teaching a whole class of kids yeah. or teens of adults men and women that's like specifically for women who are not necessarily it's not necessarily for martial arts it's for self-defense yeah. and the empowerment that happens girl we may keep talking like maybe we can put something I know. just like we're gonna have to holy moly for like just yeah i just uh, every time i talk to like just i mean oh my god i'm just getting so many downloads of possible we need more time we need more time on this <laughs> but i feel like that's a it's fun too to be physical and to just get stuff out there and it's such a good stress reliever it's great for staying in the present moment and focus right that nothing else matters in this moment except you hitting that target you yeah. and just oh when we hit that target it's like it builds so much more than just what is happening in that moment physically. So yeah, I just thank you, Teresa. You are such an incredible woman and soul. Thank you so much for being on purpose and thank you doing for having me. World, it's such huge, huge um, ripple effects. And so, my loves in the audience, I just want you to really take in this conversation. Feel into the energy of this conversation. Feel into what's possible for you, for your confidence, for increasing your self-esteem. And even those of you with children, feel into the possibilities of the joy through martial arts, um, if that resonates with you. But know that it's the character and who you become that's the real gifts here. So I'm going to just activate all of this with light language for the highest good and truth. Here we go. Breathing in, breathing in. And then like a tree, your roots are, your breath is like roots of the tree. Just ground it down as you exhale, ground your power, your confidence, self-esteem. Plant them down into the ground 
and let the energetic ripple effects already begin. So it is. One more breath in and out. Thank you, Teresa. And those Thank of you, you. Name, please do share this episode if it really resonated with you with uh, another person that you know would benefit from listening to this. And uh, do give Teresa a follow. Thank you, my loves.